Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Jason sent me a story, and I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. Out of Ohio, the Ohio Attorney General has sued a fake home warranty company after more than 1,200 consumers complained. Now, that's apparently just in Ohio. question is, are people complaining in other states? And if so, how many unhappy people are there? And by the way, I've mentioned before, even though there's an attorney general that you can complain to, most people don't think of that. They'll complain to the Better Business Bureau or they'll call an attorney or they'll complain to their friends. But I would suspect that for every single person who filed a formal complaint with the AG, there are a few more who hadn't thought of that or just didn't take their time to do it. So from WHIO, the Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost announced he is suing a phony home warranty company and its administrator for misrepresentation and immoral business practices. Huh immoral business practices. <laughs> now, here's the thing. The company is called Amazon Home Warranty, and they're not related to the Amazon that you would think about when I mentioned that word on the internet, nor I, I don't think they're related to a river, but Amazon Home Warranty. They're based in Wyoming, apparently, uh, although they're also based in New Jersey. Um, <laughs> it says your Amazon Home Warranty is a Wyoming company based in New Jersey, with a Columbus customer service address. So they got a customer service address in Ohio, based in New Jersey, but apparently Wyoming is involved. The AG's lawsuit was filed in Franklin County Common Pleas Court, says the two Ohio addresses are uh, office rental spaces with no employees at either location. So they appear to be mail drops or equivalent. Company is not related to Amazon.com according to a release from the AG's office. Uh, Amazon Home Warranty claimed that its contracts covered the cost of repair and replacements of major systems and appliances. However, they did not provide consumers with the advertised benefits. Now, there are ads on TV. depends on which channels you watch and whether you're watching commercial television in the first place. But I watch a couple channels that have ads. And late at night, some of these channels run ads for the dumbest stuff. But I see a lot of ads for car warranties and home warranties. And the story always goes something like this. You bought a used, you know, you bought a used car and it came with no warranty. Well, you spend a couple thousand dollars, buy this warranty, we'll take care of everything for you. They make it sound like you're getting a brand new car warranty. Or they'll say, hey, you bought a house. What happens if your furnace goes bad? That'll cost you a lot of money. And then they have a smiling customer that goes, you know, I bought this and my furnace went bad and they took care of me. And down below it says, not actual customer. You know, so the real question you ask yourself and you watch these ads on television, some of whom are being, you know, some of these ads are, are, are being pitched uh, with very, very famous people, uh, sadly. I, I've seen some auto warranty ads lately with people whose names I recognized as the pitch people. But the thing about this is, is ask yourself if this business model even works. Does, does this make any sense that you buy a piece of junk car, you pay somebody a couple bucks, and then when the car goes bad, they'll just take care of it for you. You know, obviously, the amount of money you pay them, pooled with all the other people they get to do this, has got to cover the costs of everything they pay out, their administration, and then theoretically still make a profit. Oh, and run all those TV ads. And so you realize that some of it wouldn't make a lot of sense, especially when you aim it at the segment of the market that would need those repairs the most, i.e., the cars that were purchased as is by people other than who are selling you the warranty. Or, or the, 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 the rundown houses where someone goes, oh, I bought this house, it's, it's a death trap. I'm going to buy that warranty very quickly, have the furnace replaced, the water heater replaced, and blah, 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 blah. And 
if it's a great deal for you, it must not be a great deal for them. So you always have to ask yourself. Now, there have been over 1,200 consumers who complained to the Better Business Bureau and the Ohio Attorney General's Office about Amazon home warranty since 2018. So the 1,200 number might not all be complaints to the AG's office. They may be the Better Business Bureau. And the Better Business Bureau, uh, the fact that they've tracked these complaints and and the AG knows about them uh, would imply that the two might be working together. I'd be curious about that. But uh, the AG says, if you promise you're going to do something and you don't, that's a lie. We teach our children to be honest and work hard. A basic lesson this company should learn. The company um, is allegedly violating the Ohio Consumer Sales Practices Act, according to AG, because they're making misrepresentations uh, in a transaction involving consumers. Uh, The AG wants the court to make the company reimburse consumers and require the defendants to change their business practices to comply with Ohio law and to pay civil penalties and court costs. So if you have run afoul of the Amazon home warranty, or Amazon warranty administrators, and or any other unfair or deceptive business practice, you may contact the Attorney General's office in Ohio if you are in Ohio and want to do so. So that's what you got to do. And I hope that you didn't buy one of these. But I have to tell you, and I've I've mentioned this in passing before, that in this industry that I'm in, I deal with Lemon Law, which is defective automobiles. Uh, there are a whole range of warranties that, that we talk about when it comes to vehicles. And I'm talking about the glove box warranty when you buy a brand new car uh, and there's a thing in the glove box that describes how if, you know anything happens to this car you know, bumper to bumper for three years of 36,000 miles. Bring it back to the selling dealer and the manufacturer will have it re- you know, repaired or replaced, whichever is appropriate, and no charge to you. That's the glove box warranty. That's the best kind of warranty to have because... It doesn't involve you having like deductibles or any limits or anything like that. Just, just bring it back, bring it back. You know, they take care of it. At the other far end of the scale is the third-party warranties issued by companies that have nothing to do with the products that they're winding up covering. And there are companies out there that sell these warranties that will actually stand behind their word and take care of you. However, for, like I said, to make economic sense, They've got to figure out a way to where the amount of money paid in beats the amount of money they pay out. And so I can tell you that I've seen a lot of third-party warranty companies. If you read the contract, and they're usually extended service contracts. They're usually not warranties in that sense. The extended service contract often says things like, okay, here's what we will cover. Here's what we will not cover. And if you read the coverages, you discover that there's almost nothing covered of value. And I've actually seen it before where it says, well, we will not cover lubricated parts. We will also not cover a failure caused by the failure of a lubricated part. We will not pay for the repair of anything that was damaged by something else that failed if that thing failed due to the failure of a lubricated part. You start realizing, well, it's it's like the, the leg bones connected to the knee bone. I mean, the idea that there's all these exclusions in there, and most people haven't read that, And I can tell you that one of the biggest problems in the field of third-party warranties on cars is that they're being sold by the dealership, but the dealership's not on the hook for the repairs because someone else is it being a third-party warranty. And I have been car shopping with friends before. I've mentioned this before. It's something I do for fun. And a friend of mine wanted to go car shopping and bought a car. And she bought a General Motors product from a General Motors dealer, but the car was used. It was two or three years old, but it still had the remainder of the manufacturer's warranty on it. And so 
took the vehicle for a test drive, inspected it, did all that stuff, everything you got to do, and decided to go inside. We already knew the price was going to be and sign some papers and buy that car. And the whole transaction is going so smoothly, I actually think to myself, this is strange. Things have changed, you know? I, I can't imagine this transaction is going to end this smoothly. And as we get to the final moment of the negotiation, the salesman, who I actually had gotten to like by that point, said, well, I've got to go bring somebody over for a second. And I look at the guy and I go, oh, the finance guy? And he goes, no, the warranty guy. And he had, he had kind of a tone in his voice, kind of like the warranty guy. Like, like kind of like, I got to do this. And he gets up and he walks away. And this other person walks over. I swear to God, he was 12 years old. Okay. He may have been 18, but he looks like he's 12. Okay, Wearing a really ill-fitting suit. I'm guessing he's the son of the owner of the dealership or something. And he pulls out this thing that unfolds like a big boy placemat, puts it in front of us and goes, okay, you're going to want to buy a warranty on this vehicle because, you know, if the transmission goes bad, it's going to cost this much. If the engine goes bad, it's going to cost this much. And he starts doing that scare thing about how much it's going to cost to fix this car. And I go, excuse me for a second. I said, number one, I go, the vehicle comes with the remainder of the manufacturer's warranty, doesn't it? And he goes, oh, does it? He pretends like he didn't know that. And he goes, oh, let's see here. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. But that's going to expire. Then what? I said, well, the manufacturer offers an extended service contract. And I know that for facts. I looked it up before we drove to the dealership. And the guy goes, well, no, this is not from the manufacturer. He goes, those are no good. He goes, you want this one. And, and he hands me, and I swear to God, it was you know Bob's Warranty Shack of Walla Walla, Washington. I mean, I, I look at it, I go, I've never heard of these people. Never heard of this. He goes, they're good. That's why we sell them. I go, well, I'm more comfortable if we're buying a GM product to get the extended service contract from General Motors because, number one, it'll get worked on at any dealership right, that, that sells these products. And number two, they have more expertise in repairing them. And, of course, we know where they are. I, I've heard of them before. They're not going belly up tomorrow, although they did go belly up once in my lifetime, but not going belly up tomorrow. I go, I don't know about this Bob's Warranty Shack of Walla Walla. I don't know anything about them. And he goes, trust me, they're good. I go, yeah, but they're not as good as General Motors. And the guy looks at me and then he, he realizes he's been arguing the whole time with the wrong person because the person next to me is the person buying the car. <laughs> and he looks at my friend and says, do you want the good warranty or not? My friend points at me and goes, I'll go with what he said. <laughs> Guy closes the folder up, gets up and walks away. He waves to the salesman, comes back over. And I lean over and I go, dude, I go, you guys don't even sell the GM extended service contract? And he goes, no. He goes, he goes no, we don't. I go, so you just lost a sale. You know that, right? And he goes, yeah, I know. And so I meant the sale of this extended service contract because I can't believe that this dealership would do that where they, they don't even sell them. All they do is they sell these third-party ones because the profit margin's bigger. And so I assure you that the warranty from Bob's Warranty Shack did not cover all of the things that GMs would. It probably cost more or about the same, but because there's a bigger slice being given to the dealership, they want to pay fewer claims. And so when you think about the big pool of people who are putting money into the pool to buy the contract and then the payments out, you want that pool to be larger also if you have control over that. 
And so it would make more sense to jump into the pool in the GM extended service contract, which, by the way, came home, logged on the internet, ordered it that night. And it had more options. And obviously, like I said, it's going to be handled better. So I've known people who bought third-party warranties. They said, well, you know, it covers this thing. So they call the warranty company. The warranty company says, okay, take it to any authorized dealer who can, you know, has a service, uh, you know, like a master mechanic on staff. They bring it there. They get an estimate. They, they have the estimate sent over to the warranty company. Warranty company waits two weeks and goes, um, that estimate's too high. Can you take it someplace else? And they've got you driving your broken car around looking for help. And guess what happens with the GM? Again, I'm not selling GM products here. This could be Chrysler, Ford, or anybody else who has a, a manufacturer that has new cars in the market, but the used cars, they also have an extended service contract for those. Okay? So if you take it to any Buick dealer, if it's a Buick product, the Buick dealer is going to look at it, contact Buick, the contact the GM, you know, the administrator, and, and get, get it taken care of. You're not going to be getting this runaround, and you're not going to be getting this, you know, we don't cover parts that think about lubricated parts, or we don't cover parts that cast a shadow. You know, so I've seen this process happen, but I suspect that many of these right here are from late-night television advertising. <laughs> so if you've seen the ads on TV, you got to be real careful, because the complaint here is that they're simply not paying claims, not paying claims at all. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the allegation. So we'll see what happens. But as of right now, the Ohio Attorney General has dragged the Amazon Home Warranty Company, no relation to Amazon.com, uh, into court in Ohio for violation of the, in essence, Ohio Consumer Protection Act. And uh, there are more than 1,200 consumer complaints they know about. There's probably more out there. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. There must be a reason why they call them yacht brokers. May have to do with the amount of money left over after you buy one.